Cryptocurrencies are transformative financial or investment tools that enable secure, decentralized transactions and creates opportunities for financial inclusion that were really unimaginable a decade ago or even really five years ago before more and more people started turning their attention. I write in Digital Money Demystified, for example, the promise and the power for systemically marginalized populations that have started to turn to an over-index in at least curiosity and, and even ownership of crypto assets because there is no intermediary, no company, no government that is standing between someone just because of their, a person of color, a woman, a member of a particular disenfranchised community. None of that matters when digital money and decentralized organization of transactional data, so that would be on the blockchain side, when those tools are being used. Welcome to Tech Intersect. I'm your host, Tanya Evans, and my life and work exist at the heart of law, business, and technology. Yeah, I've earned a few fancy titles and degrees over the years, but the bottom line is I'm a writer, speaker, teacher, and lifelong learner. And I'm really excited that you've joined me on this journey. So what is Tech Intersect? Well, it's authentic, empowering conversations with really interesting guests who demystify complex topics to prepare you for the future because your future is now and it exists where law, business, and tech intersect. Get ready to listen, learn, and leverage. Let's get started. Hey, 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 this is Professor Tanya Evans, and I am thrilled to be with you for another special episode of Tech Intersect, really to commemorate the countdown to the release of my book, Digital Money Demystified, and to give you a sneak peek into the contents. So each episode now through October 23rd, which I now lovingly called Book Launch Eve, (laughs) I will share a closer look at one of the 10 myths that I debunk in the book. So be sure you're subscribed and ready to be notified when new episodes drop. And I'm also excited to announce that the new companion website for Digital Money Demystified is live. I want to thank very much GG Creatives for doing an unbelievably awesome job. In fact, at the bottom of the website at digitalmoneydemystified.com, there is a link and I want you to run. Do not walk. If you need a website built that is extremely well done, very creative, well curated, a project that's run well, please, please, please reach out to Gigi. Her work is tremendous. It's affordable. She runs a tight ship like I do. So I loved the experience of working with her. So Gigi Creatives, top notch, highly recommend. And you'll see that at the bottom of Digital Money Demystify. Okay. So anyway, this is a soft launch of the website, but I'm inviting you to have a first look now as we put the final touches on all of the resources and the offerings and tools there, including a really, really exciting and robust members-only access site filled with resources and real-time updates to the book. That's why I call it the companion website to the book. So visit digitalmoneydemystified.com today to learn all about the various member-only access options. And if you are really about taking your learning and earning to the next level, become one of my 10 founding members 
of the Digital Money Demystified membership portal for a lifetime subscription. That's one payment and you have lifetime access to all the updates of this book and forthcoming books, masterclasses, challenges, all sorts of member-only events and preferred placement for other events that are public. Again, the details are available at digitalmoneydemystified.com. So surf on over there today. Definitely let me know what you think. And now for this episode's topic. It's time to demystify another facet of the world of cryptocurrencies. And this time I'm focusing on the myth that cryptocurrencies are only for criminals. So sit tight, lean in, and let's get started. Okay, there are lots of myths about crypto, but perhaps the most pervasive is this, that crypto is only for criminals. Now, I've heard this time and time again. I'm always asked about it. And even I believed it when I first heard about this magic internet money, first Bitcoin and then the other thousands of other types of coins and tokens. But I think it's high time we separate fact from fiction and also learn how to protect yourself to avoid scams altogether or If you've been a victim of a scam of some sort related to or involving crypto, what steps you can take immediately in order to protect yourself and possibly recover your assets. So let's begin by putting things into perspective. First, did you know that the United States dollar, our good old greenback, is the most widely used currency in illicit activities worldwide? Yes, Not Bitcoin, not Ethereum, but the U.S. dollar. And let's think about why that is. It's primarily because the dollar is universally recognized, easy to transport, has been around for a very long time, but you don't see people questioning the integrity of every dollar bill that they come across. Just because something can be used in illicit activities doesn't mean that's its primary or only purpose. Cryptocurrencies are transformative financial or investment tools that enable secure, decentralized transactions and creates opportunities for financial inclusion that were really unimaginable a decade ago, or even really five years ago before more and more people started turning their attention. I write in Digital Money Demystified, for example, the promise and the power for systemically marginalized populations that have started to turn to an over-index in at least curiosity and, and even ownership of crypto assets because there is no intermediary, no company, no government that is standing between someone just because of their a person of color, a woman, a member of a particular disenfranchised community. None of that matters when digital money and decentralized organization of transactional data, so that would be on the blockchain side, when those tools are being used. That enables, again, secure decentralized transactions. And that creates a lot of opportunity. And, you know, to reduce them to just tools for criminals isn't just unfair. It's also very misinformed and will prevent people from actually learning more about not only the pitfalls, but the power and the promise and how to use crypto responsibly, where to get it in a trusted capacity, how to own it, how to secure it, how to use it on exchanges or buy it, how to exchange one type for another. Now, that being said, 
We cannot deny that there are scams that operate under the guise of crypto. But let me be clear. Many of these have nothing to do with actual cryptocurrencies. The name crypto has been appropriated in many spaces to give an air of modernity and legitimacy to outright scams. So how can you, my astute listeners, differentiate genuine cryptocurrency operations from scams? So let me share four things to keep in mind as you go out there, learn more, do your own research with trusted resources. You can certainly start, obviously, at digitalmoneydemystified.com, also advantageevans.com for a range of everything from free masterclasses to purchasing my book to low-cost opportunities to learn quickly with uh, quick start bundles, all sorts of of resources, all the way up to a high-end mastermind engagement with me if you want more curated, hands-on approaches to learning. But these are the ways that you can begin to think about genuine cryptocurrency operations from scams. One, research is key. Always do your due diligence before investing or participating in any crypto-related activity. I point you to one of my favorite free resources that is an aggregator of data. Every data point that you could possibly imagine for every coin and token, including the vetted link to actually access the project, those who were involved, the white paper, the historical data, the price action, the exchanges where you can find coins and tokens. You can find all of that at coinmarketcap.com. That's coinmarketcap.com. They do not sponsor this show, although I would like them to. So that's some free 99 advice for you for sure. Visit coinmarketcap.com. Dot com. Begin your research there and always start there when you learn of a new coin or token or decentralized finance project or NFT. Start there to research who is involved, what the project is as well. So you start to get comfortable. What's the size of their community? Did they just start yesterday or do they have a long track record like Bitcoin that was first launched on January 3rd of 2009, for example? Number two, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. High returns guaranteed in short periods are obviously a red flag, always. Or that you have to send your money to someone else to buy crypto for you and they'll give you a 10x or 100x return on your investment. A lot of that comes from the price volatility that different cryptocurrencies can experience over time or over short periods of time. But things that are too good to be true probably are. Now, the price action in crypto, because it is so volatile and there's a larger degree of risk because of the volatility with this emerging asset class. And as an aside, all asset classes start with heightened volatility until there is some settling and maturity in a space. If you have the potential for great risks, you also have the potential for great rewards. And so those who have bought low and sold when the market started to creep up have enjoyed considerable success. But a lot of people also get wrecked, as we say, by coming in at the height of the hype cycle and buying high and then the market retracts or, you know, you feel like a down cycle or there's a bear market where the price goes down and stays down for long periods of time. So again, number two, if it's too good to be true, probably is.
You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Hi, I'm Dr. Tanya M. Evans, author of Digital Money Demystified. And I want to let you know that to stay on the leading edge of any opportunity, especially investing, you have to empower yourself with the tools and resources needed to keep your knowledge and skills current. And if you're relying on last year's information or even last month's, look, you're already behind. Sure, you can try to figure this out on your own at YouTube University. The problem is it's difficult to separate fact from fiction with so many carnival barkers banking on your inexperience. And of course, there are the naysayers, usually from legacy finance, banking on your fear while they quietly help their high net worth clients to invest. All of it muddies the waters when all you want to know is how to get in safely, legally and competently so you're not left behind. That's why I wrote Digital Money Demystified, where I take the top 10 crypto myths head on and give you well-researched, well-supported facts to empower you to make good choices out there in the new digital cash economy. As a law professor who developed the first blockchain crypto and law online certificate program, a retail and corporate crypto policy and education trainer, and a thought leader appearing regularly on national media, I've done the heavy lifting so you don't have to. Look, there are plenty of books and courses on which crypto assets to invest in. Digital Money Demystified is the book you read before you dive into those. So head to digitalmoneydemystified.com to learn more and prepare for the future of money and wealth today. Number three, check for transparency. Legitimate operations will have clear information about their team, the technology and the objectives. You'll often find a roadmap. You will have, even when people are operating on a pseudonymous basis, that they have some track record. They've been involved in some projects before. One thing that I like to keep in mind, if there's a project that has survived two bear markets, I feel like if they survived one, let alone two bear markets, and they still exist, that's a a project, uh, maybe a coin or a token that I would pay attention to. So check for transparency. And finally, stay updated. The crypto space is incredibly dynamic. It moves really, really fast. So you have to stay informed about ongoing scams and developments. Various social media outlets are good spaces where the platform, (laughs) formerly named Twitter, had a very robust and still does a robust crypto Twitter presence. So something's gone wrong. It will definitely be highlighted in very short order on crypto Twitter. There are other news outlets that you can pay attention to. You should check at least weekly. I check it daily, uh, early and often, but I'm an educator and and involved in policy and the like. But visit coindesk.com and also Laura Shin's podcast called Unchained. It's excellent. Laura Shin is 
a journalist and she has a journalistic point of view now on her own podcast. She's an author. She has been in the space for a long, long time and all of the key players and the key markets, those folks find their way to Unchained. I have been on that show and she's been on my show actually. So Laura Shin is a great resource with her podcast Unchained and Coindesk.com. All right. So let's dive deeper into what you should do if you believe you've been scammed online, especially in the United States. Navigating the aftermath of a scam can really be daunting, but these steps can help you toward reclaiming what's yours and preventing others from falling into the same trap. So number one, document everything. Before you take any action, definitely ensure that you've collected all relevant information about the scam. This includes conversations, transaction details, usernames, email addresses, URLs, any other evidence that you can amass. Screenshots, emails, even call recordings if you had conversations can be instrumental in building a case so that others can help you to recover and take the necessary actions. And that leads to number two, definitely contact the relevant online platform or platforms. So if the scam occurred on a specific platform, it's if it's Facebook or eBay or, or some cryptocurrency exchange or a purported cryptocurrency exchange, notify them immediately with their contact information. Every platform has some type of contact us or frequently asked questions or or customer service. They may have mechanisms in place to freeze accounts, reverse transactions, or take other appropriate actions against scammers. This is not foolproof and it becomes a little more challenging to navigate if your personal wallet is involved. If you don't have your own wallet and you're not managing your own transactions, you're not 100% using and owning cryptocurrency. And in a separate episode, I can talk through what self-custody looks like and, and how to be safe. In fact, I had a recent conversation in a recent episode with Ray Jenko, who talked about self-custody and, and we talked about ways to be safe. So if you have specific questions about self-custody and how to be safer in those crypto streets, definitely have a listen to my conversation with Ray. Number three, file a report with local law enforcement. So even if the scam took place online, it's still a crime. And reporting that crime to your local police might not lead to immediate recovery of funds, but it starts a legal record and the police can guide you on further steps. So file a report with the local law enforcement asapidly. Four, report to federal agencies, agencies like the Federal Trade Commission or the FTC. The FTC has an online complaint portal called the FTC Complaint Assistant. It's a really valuable resource for reporting scams and getting information on next steps. Also, there's the Internet Crime Complaint Center, or IC3, as it's affectionately called. And this is a division of the FBI tailored for online crimes. So if you've been a victim of an Internet scam, report it to IC3. Finally, the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission, or the CFTC, if you've been scammed in a cryptocurrency or other digital asset scheme, consider filing a complaint with the CFTC or the Securities and Exchange Commission. If you feel that, for example, you're involved in what becomes an unregulated security or something of that, where there is a project or a promoter that says, if you send me 
X amount of crypto. I will use my own efforts to grow this amount for you and I'll 10X or 20X or 100X your investment and send it back to you. That very well could be an unregulated security. So this, the SEC might be involved as well. Also, I recommend contacting your bank or credit card company if there were any fiat-based assets, and fiat means government-issued currency, if there are dollars involved, or if you've purchased crypto on what you thought was a legitimate exchange and used your Visa or MasterCard, for example, or God forbid, your debit card. If the scam involved a transaction through your bank or your credit card, contact them right away and they might be able to reverse the transaction or offer other fraud protection services. Six, secure your personal information and digital assets. Update your passwords across all accounts. If you believe your personal information has been compromised, consider credit monitoring services. And if it's a crypto scam, like literally using cryptocurrencies and you've lost some or someone stolen some or or misdirected your assets or convinced you to send money to some type of fraudulent space or under fraudulent pretenses, update security on your digital wallets and consider moving assets if necessary. And seven, again, educate and advocate. One of the best ways to combat online scams is through education. Share your experience as comfortable as you feel with friends, family on social platforms to make others aware of the scam and continue to educate yourselves about where the legitimate platforms are and how to be, again, safer when you're using cryptocurrencies or crypto exchanges, etc. So while the digital frontier offers just boundless opportunities. I talk a lot about the different opportunities in the book. It also, crypto has its share of pitfalls, but by staying informed and vigilant and proactive, we can make the digital space safer for everyone. And always remember, you're not alone. There are absolutely resources and communities out there to support and to guide you. Of course, always consult with legal professionals and trusted advisors who are well-versed in this space because not all legal professionals or financial advisors or CPAs or trusted advisors are keen to know enough in order to help you. Trust me, I know and have learned the hard way, but this is where you can begin to have conversations. And there are more and more lawyers and financial advisors and CPAs and other notable professionals to help you. I am a ready resource to be sure. You can find out more about working directly with me at AdvantageEvans.com and of course at DigitalMoneyDemystified.com. Okay, so we've only really scratched the surface in this episode, but I did give you kind of a bird's eye view into the devoted to debunking the myth that crypto is only for criminals. In the book, I talk about a lot of statistics and facts and figures from companies like Chainalysis and also from federal agencies in the United States as well, in order to give you deeper insight into what percentage of crypto is actually used for crime. It's less than 2% and 2% is actually generous. The overwhelming majority of uses are legitimate uses. Remember, Financial privacy does not equal illicit activity. 
And in a true democracy, in order to have the freedoms of privacy and the freedom of association and to operate in public spheres and spaces, you have to have financial privacy. It's not enough to say, I have nothing to worry about. I have nothing to hide. Great. Good. And or I'm not, you know, a criminal. Good. Great. You shouldn't be. But you also, there's a lot of power in privacy. And one of the most important ways to exercise your privacy is with respect to financial privacy. So just ask someone in another nation who doesn't enjoy that, somewhere like Zimbabwe or Nicaragua or somewhere else. Once you are under authoritarian rule, then uh, privacy starts to wane and then you are really, really in deep trouble. I'll talk more about that in a future episode as well. But for now, just know that this myth that crypto is only for crime and criminals is a myth. We've debunked it today and we will continue to do so as you continue to learn while you earn, hopefully. Be sure to visit digitalmoneydemystified.com to start or continue your crypto journey. There's a lot of power in wealth building and innovation opportunities in the future of money and wealth and work, but with great power comes what? Responsibility. So many of the barriers to entry are removed in a decentralized digital world, but there's one that still remains. It's the mindset that you need to prepare yourself with trusted resources to, again, continue to learn about the future. The future is now. So let's learn so you can get ready, get set, and grow. And together we can definitely make the world of digital money less mysterious and more inclusive. Again, this is Professor Tanya Evans signing off from this episode, the special episode of, of Tech Intersect with this special series on the Digital Money Demystified Countdown. Save the date, October 24th. You can pre-order now at digitalmoneydemystified.com. And I throw in a few perks. It's so, so important to show early interest and enthusiasm in a book to make sure that the education space in crypto is well represented. So I thank you in advance for your support. Tell 100 of your closest friends <laughs> and definitely tell me when you go to digitalmoneydemystified.com and you pre-order, you can uh, share your name, your email and your order number. And that will take you to unlock some free bonuses and I'll give you some early access. And we're planning a ton of events as we get closer to launch date. And I'm really excited about one with a dear friend of mine, Minda Hartz. So save the date for book launch Eve on October 23rd. I'll tell you more about that in the weeks to come. All right. That's all for this time. Until next time, continue to shine. Thank you so much for listening to the Tech Intersect podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you love it, please tell the world. If not, go ahead and tell me. And in either case, drop a comment or ping me on social media at IPProfEvans with the hashtag Tech Intersect. And finally, a quick reminder on digital safety. There are a lot of scammers out there impersonating me and others, and I need your help. Now hear this, and remember, I will never slide into your DMs to say peace and blessings or hey, and I will never reach out to solicit your time or your money on social media like ever. I'm not a trader. 
I am an educator and an attorney licensed in four states. Thank you very much. I'm here to inform, inspire, and empower. No cap and definitely no forex. So be careful, make good choices, and remember, I developed an entire free masterclass about the topic of digital safety in the crypto space. So check out secureyourcryptobag.com for more information. That's secureyourcryptobag.com. All right, that's all for this episode. Until next time, continue to shine.